Evening, everybody. It's Friday night. It's 9 p.m., give or take. Welcome to What's On Your Mind. Got the full crowd in the house tonight for this special Cobra Convergence episode of the program. But lots of news to get through. We'll be right back with you after you listen to our kick-ass theme song. folks for the third time this week it's time for what's on joe mind holy cow we're on camera a lot this week yeah but that's okay we're a fan cast about the world of gi joe i'm your host mike irizarry and uh joining me this evening she's finally back with us after like having a job saving the world and crap we accidentally twinned this week we're both wearing our skeletron t-shirts she's the co-hostess with the co-mostess Queen of G.I. Joe cosplay. It's Joe Colton, everybody. Hi, everybody. Joe Colton, how you been? We see you're uh you've you've gone and uh, ranked up for us. Yes. It's important. I have to represent. <laughs> but uh <laughs> how how'd your week go? You know how sausage is made? Mm, that good, huh? I know it's tasty, but I know I don't want to. Tastes good. Great. We don't, we don't need I'm, to. Know. I'm really happy it's Friday. Right. We don't need to know the legal percentages of lips and assholes that are, that are going <laughs> in. DC? That. Probably. Probably a lot. Yeah. Uh, lately in DC, it's been all a holes. But anyway. Yeah. I think the question on everybody's mind is Did your Thor costume get completed in time? It did. Wes no, did no not problem. have faith. I would like to point this out. He did not have faith, but I made it on time to the second premiere. Both premieres, actually. He came to the first one. The second premiere, he uh, he got an infection in his eye, so he like sat it out because he's on two antibiotics. But um, he he was like, "You're not gonna make it. I don't know what happens." And I was like, "I made it on time. The costume was complete, and I wore it at the at the premiere." Excellent. And it's we don't think that we haven't noticed that you know this week has resulted in you flipping your station around, so that be the wine within easy reach. Right. Well, I could show you like the mess that's like over here, haven't <laughs> cleaned up. I assume there are breastplate trimmings all over the place over there. Yes, and like gloves. <laughs> now the question is: Are the trimmings soft? Mm. And was simple question with no spoilers. Was your costume better than the movie? Um, no. I'm going to upgrade my chest armor. Okay. Because yeah. there's a lot of little pieces that when the pattern was made wasn't seen. And so there's little details that I want to upgrade. So I bet Wes wants to add a bunch of rivets to it. 
because I know that's his thing. <laughs> He's like, I want no part of this. <laughs> oh, thank you. Joe was the, the original female Cobra officer. They made a figure. They did? Yeah. I have okay. said figure. I mean, eventually. Okay. They, they did have the officer helmet on. Oh, now we're talking? Yeah. They, they did marry mercenary first, didn't they? Yeah, that's true, actually. Yes. They... If, she, if she didn't have a scarf on her face. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which would be pointless. Yeah, the tooler her... was like, we made two, a blonde and a brunette. And I was like, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> Mary's cosplay is actually more accurate than the figure. Which is sad. But not sad. Uh, sad not sad for her, anyway. But... Yes. She and I made those together. It was great. I think we were the first ones to make those. Oh, maybe. Joining me in the top row, he's the former head of the G.I. Joe marketing effort at Hasbro. Now he just hangs out with us. That's it. Macho Mark Weber. And I broke free. Look at me. I'm back home, downstairs, <laughs> healthy. Appreciate everybody who... Uh, who wished me well, uh, it wasn't too bad. It was two days of zombie web, and you got me at the tail end of it last week, last Friday. But kind of broke on Saturday. Sunday's still dragging a bit, but Monday on July 4th, I was good to go. So it went through the whole Weber family, except for Derek, who avoided it by basically holding up in his room, and we would shove food under the door like a, <laughs> like a prisoner or something. But he's got, he's, uh, got a camp coming up on Sunday. And any kind of COVID for him would have completely submarine that. So, did, was, uh, did you have Kramer come by with the deli slicer and slice some lunch meat right? under the door for him? No, but but a new uh, chicken <laughs> place went up next door with a neon sign that's keeping Derek up at night. Oh so man, we gotta, we gotta get that nipped in the bud. But yeah, uh, but it looks like he made it through, so he'll be up to camp. Uh, Want to be a bad guy or whatever on uh, Sunday? So good. I'm just thinking, you. you pop a you know the corner of a twinkie under there and just kind of shove it through with a with the plunger or something I figure you get a twinkie in through the keyhole if you put yeah, it on yeah. Enough, right? yeah yeah a lot of salisbury steak for derek this week widen <laughs> it under the door Any flat thing. <laughs> it's a there's a gravy stain on the that's pretty much thing. it on the bottom of the cat keeps licking the bottom of the door that's <laughs> mushroom gravy all on this door <laughs> And down bottom right, uh, he's our comic book expert, everyone. It's rack time, Rob. Hello. Still waiting on any new episodes of Rack Time. Yeah. He's waiting for the uh, the Dead Game hardcover. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, the, the, uh, the, the Dead Game director's cut. Yeah. Where they discover the plot. As opposed to the original release, the Dead Game hard reader. Yeah. <laughs> right. Dead, Dead Game was actually bad enough that uh, Racktime Rob is, is experiencing PSA, P, PSATs. PTSD. Uh, right. PTSD Both bad. Every time he picked up a book. <laughs> Both bad. I, I discovered that I qualified for the National Merit Scholarship. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, a Hood of Cobra Commander 788 says he can tell you what order you're supposed to read the word balloon. Mm -hmm. You start in the back and you go back to front in an inverted Z pattern. Right. That's the correct way to read it. Right. <laughs> ah, so you read Image in the 90s too, huh? Right. I just know that Neo Tokyo was about to explode. It's no. always about to explode. And Neo Tokyo. Probably. They built it on an active volcano. It's not a bad, not a good idea. <laughs> 
keeps Godzilla around, though. Right. Oh, yeah. Or is that Neo Godzilla? You want to keep him happy. Pretty much, right? You want to keep him happy. Anyways, if you're joining us on uh, Facebook tonight, go ahead and give us some kind of a reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Uh, give us a little huggy guy. We love little huggy guy. If you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead. Like the video. Subscribe to the channel. That's the thing you can do to help us out the most. Uh, like, subscribe, and just watch all of our stuff. Because we've been doing this for a while. Let's go ahead and uh, let's, let's let's pump those numbers up. We picked up picked up some new folks this week. Welcome, if you haven't watched us before. Uh, if you're watching with us every week, welcome. Thank you for continuing to join us, despite the two-bit slime show we continue to present. <laughs> and if, if you're new, we don't always do three shows a week. That's not the norm. But I mean, you've set the bar. Yeah. Hey. Don't, be used, don't get used to it. Right. Yeah, come up, come August. We got lives, people. <laughs> we we got one, and then maybe if there's a second, it's usually a lot shorter. So it's pretty rare that there's three legitimately length outings from yeah. from this group. Even if we even if we are usually running with short a uh, Joe Colton who's literally saving the world for for freedom, or <laughs> spying on Trinidad. Or spying yeah. on Trinidad. Or winning dry, dr drift races in Mississauga. Correct. Or competitive eating contests in Medicine Hat. Huh. Something like that. And, and Cam Loops. Always like Cam Loops. <laughs> Shout out to Cam Loops. And, uh, what do you say we get to the community calendar? There's Comic-Con or a toy show. What's on your mind? Wants to know. Tell Mike, Mark, and Joe. Community Calendar. There it is. You see the, uh, there's the email. If you know about a show, go ahead and send it on into us because there isn't a whole lot of time to research this stuff without you. So we really do appreciate the tips. So anyways, first up is a blank slide here we go this weekend it's the return of tampa toy con saturday and sunday july 9th and 10th uh thanks to brad glenn for tipping us off on this one saturday only mark weber get yourself down there right and see ed leslie himself brutus the barber beefcake can he bill himself as brutus the barber beefcake yeah i mean i guess he, he like he can't they can't mm -hmm. stop him I mean, who could really? Uh, truly, other than that one parasailing guy, and and, and of course Hogan at Starcade '94. Oh, that's true. Or '95. That was, that was Zodiac, though. I think totally. No, that, was, that was the butcher. Oh, the butcher. That was the butcher. That was. Okay. Look, look. I'm not taken away from from Ed Leslie as a as a talented undercard, no, no, no. but doesn't belong in the main event scene. Not ever. I just I, I can't remember another guy who was more torpedoed by not being able to use his WWE name, right? He had like nine after that, and none of them took. So <laughs> I feel bad for Brutus. I guess. He, I, I think it was more uh, – he, he kept getting gigs because he was he was tight with Hogan. Yeah. So they kind of plug him into whatever Hogan needed him to be. Going to be a, a low-rent villain? Yeah. Going to be a low-rent sidekick? Yeah. Okay, whatever. Side hey man, still rent. Checks a check, man. Checks That's a it. check. He's a professional. I'm not making fun. He's a pro. 
we got comments. I'm, I apologize. I'm I'm lagging a lot tonight. So you are. I am. It's it's not good. Good hotel Wi-Fi. <laughs> really, it is, hotel Wi-Fi. I mean, everybody ought to check out our uh, our our Tuesday night show, if only to see how we survived bad hotel Wi-Fi connections. Mm. That's a, that was it's a master class in getting a show done around um, technical difficulties. I liked it when it, when our guests started dropping and you would just go right to the sponsor. Right. Because right. because generally they were back fast. So yeah. Yeah. They, they had was, it down. It was it was by no means. I mean, Josh and Roger, they they had it as under control as they could get it. Yep. It just you can't you can't help it if the hotel's Wi-Fi is just going to cut out on you. But but if it was so, totally smooth. At least one of them was super smooth where they finished a the sentence, dropped off. And you said, we'll be right back after this word from our sponsor. Right. <laughs> Boom. It was just like it was on a rundown or something. <laughs> Guys drop off for 50th time. That's right. Tease. Hit the spot. I'm an old radio guy, Mark. You know how that goes. I like it. I like it. You know how that goes. But uh, also oh. this weekend, it's Bats. Butler Area Toy Show. That is tomorrow, Saturday, July 9th. In Lindora, Pennsylvania, general admission five dollars. Kids twelve and under free with adult. Thanks to Matt Rubin for letting us know. He, he, Lord knows, there's a lot going on in Pittsburgh, or so Matt Rubin would have us believe, because we hear about all of it. The man's just not, ba- just not baseball, just not, <laughs> not not decent baseball. Although they did split with a, our our Yankees this week. Yeah, they did take they did take one out of two. So yeah. not not in the aggregate. <laughs> no, no that that second game was a little one sided. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was ten nothing in the eighth inning, and I turned it off. And then apparently, like the game was still going an hour later. I just yeah. I said to Rob the next day, they kept scoring <laughs> when they hit their second homer off the Pirates' second baseman. Right. The Pirates' call of it is awesome. It's just crack, and the guy is like, "Come on." <laughs> they broke his soul. It hurt him more than the second baseman because he was like, "Hey, what are you gonna do?" Yeah, you don't care. Yeah. That's that's not going into his arbitration hearing. Nope. Southwest Pennsylvania, not just the Berg. Well, mm. sorry, but it's all Pittsburgh to us, man. Nice park though. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful park. Look good, all filled up with the Yankees. Right. <laughs> Look like Tampa, kind of. <laughs> Fenway looks a little bit like that tonight. Yeah, Fenway's a toilet. No, no, no. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of Yankee fit, like a lot of Yankee jerseys in the stands tonight. I'm just saying. I've only been to Fenway once. That was enough. You can can see the glaze forming over Joe Colton's face right now. Anyway, moving on. All right, and also the uh, the most well defined calves in comics will be on this. At at Waynesburg Toy and Comic Expo, as uh, Jason Keith will fight Rosa Mendez in that right. night event. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, they, they they will not fight. Not being snarky, where is Waynesburg? It's in Southwest Pennsylvania, or okay. perhaps around the Berg, because it came from Matt Rubin. Okay, so. Again, and Joe Colton will vouch for the size of, of uh, Jason Keith's calves. 
She's laughing. It's that embarrassing. Uh, Does he wear shorts like 24-7 to show them off? or what's yes. No, but he, he does. Well, at the con, he was wearing pants, and then it got really hot, so he had to change into shorts. But, yep. So he flexed his calves, and the, the, the bottom, the, they just exploded. Exploded, yeah. He's calves Ripped out like Lou Ferrigno pants. Yeah. Just busted out there. <laughs> and then uh, we, we also have on Sunday, July 10th, I finally fixed the date on the third week. Well, that's good. It's the Toy Man Show in the Machinist Hall of Bridge to Missouri, just outside of beautiful St. Louis. Uh, seven times a year, man. They fill up a two-story building full of toy vendors, and it's it's amazing. It, it just From all eras going back to the 20s and 30s through today, um, if, you, if you're around St. Louis, get yourself to Toy Man Show. It's worth the trip. $5 admission, $12 early bird, just a, an hour early. That's where the deals take place. That's get where yourself bro. some of that bad St. Louis pizza. What did it's I get? Dealing and dealing. What's the bad St. Louis pizza I tried? The bad St. Louis pizza is Emo's. Emo's, yeah. It's Avoid terrible. It. Yeah. Mm. Not. Ugh. Fake cheese. Not good. Yeah, no, no. A town with a pronounced Italian history. There, there's plenty of good pizza to be had in St. Louis. It's just not at the. It's not at the place famous for St. Louis pizza. <laughs> right. That's the. It's the weird dichotomy of St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, and that's it for uh, community calendar. So I guess I gotta. I gotta play the. Uh, the thing one more time so that we can see the weird Joe Colton picture. In distress. Right. There's a Comic Con or a toy show. What's on your mind? Wants to know? Tell Mike, Mark, and Joe. Community calendar. That look on Joe's face. It looks like she's she's angry and confused. Why the camera person isn't helping? Either saving, either like, saving her or helping pull the shoe. I, I thought I told you to get the cooking spray so we can spray this shoe off my ankle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> then you got ankles that smell like Pam, and nobody needs that. Well, if it's butter flavor. Uh, Ooh. Uh, fake butter. <laughs> it's no good. Yeah, apparently, uh, just as we got started today, uh, 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 Chrome is trying to update. So pardon That's me. Yeah, Fantastic. pardon me if I get laggy at some point today because <laughs> That's not good because when, when you're the guy who's running the, the right, yeah, it's that's a bad situation. Yeah, that's like the only one person in the car is sleepy, but it's a driver. Right. <laughs> we'll be okay. Off the walls, but uh, yeah. yeah, the the the, the, the driver's got a couple of Dramamines in him. He's he's, yeah. he's fine. Mark Mark Rob and Joe are super razor sharp, but Mike's fading at the wheel. Good lord. Well, there he goes. I, I can just, I'll just stop and sit real still mid sentence. <laughs> I gotta go out and poke him. Try to have his ter terrible face frozen on my hand. From the architectural setup, which I don't have a good grasp on, if, uh, let's say, uh, uh, a giant scorpion started attacking Mike, Rob, which direction would you have to go to help him? Uh, let's see. I would have to go. Well, according to this, that way. Do you have to go out that door and down to get him? Well, the door that's directly behind me is the closet. Oh, okay. 
But next to that is my bedroom door, and then I go down the hall and then slip out the door as a giant scorpion devours Mike. Okay, I'm just saying. Because I'm not equipped for giant scorpions. No, no, and we, 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 have, an, we have an understanding that if, if a giant scorpion is devouring me, just it's going to be here a while, so take advantage of the time. I, I am really great at only for sea bass with laser beams stripped to their <laughs> tear for it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. And, and they are they are ill tempered, but you know that's as far as I go. It's a it's a, and it's really it's excellent that he upgraded to getting that laser thing attached to his certification. Elizabeth has never seen any Austin Powers movies, but this week she said, "You know, maybe I'll be a lawyer." And I said, "An evil lawyer." <laughs> She had no idea why that was funny, but <laughs> I, I would show her the first one and then just say, "Yeah, there were two others." Uh... Yeah, she's not quite ready for that. We'll get yeah. there. Stranger yeah. Things—that's Elizabeth's jam right now, oh. so she's getting caught up. You know, I've never watched a full episode of that. I dig it because the four kids are grew up growing up in a small town. Well, Indiana, right? But they were ten in 1983. And I was ten in nineteen eighty-three, so it is. But we I mean, weren't it is dead on for me. We we weren't that age in Indiana. Mm. We were that age on Long Island, right? I was that age in Oregon, but they're in a small town, so yeah. riding your bikes out at night and playing D and D with your friends. It's uh, you know, we, it's we were in a for me. we were in a small town, relatively speaking. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> relatively speaking. Joe Colton, what happened? Where'd, where'd the helmet go? All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. She's it, muted. She's trying to... Yeah. You don't have to put no, it on. No, no, no. You don't have to put it on. I, oh, now we're talking. <laughs> Dr- drunk officer. That's all it should look. <laughs> Again, sure. wine. Officer on right leave. Here. Right here. Staggering back for the weekend pass. So anyways, time for the news. Do, 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 do. There we go. Give, give her a minute to get herself unmuted there. As you saw on Tuesday night when we helped uh, Josh and Roger close up the After Action Report Kickstarter, they've been funded for a long time. They funded in something like 48 hours. Uh, they had a $7,000 goal. They wound up at 20673 from 251 backers. So excellent job, gentlemen. Yeah. If, uh, if you missed out... Uh, I believe that they will have copies available on their website, AfterActionReport.com. They do have copies of Volume 1 available at AfterActionReport.com. And so when, after the time comes when, when they're through and they've done all their signings and their extras with After Action Report Volume 2, I'm sure they will make that extra copies available on the site there as well. But for now, you must wait. Wait. Yeah, and if you're wondering why all the guys we have on with Kickstarters always fund like crazy, it's because we don't put on the guys who we're not going to fund. Like, nah, nah. We got a streak going, man. But we, we need the help. Nah. No, we're with the push, man. Spoilers oh, for a minute from now. In, in fairness, um, <laughs> as Carson said on Wednesday, you know, it was it, we, we're kind of on a run where our, our folks, our, our friends that have Kickstarters, like we even get them early, but it's already over. Yeah. Right. Like we had Skeletron on, and, and and Ben Conway on from Skeletron the day after that campaign started. Yeah. And it already didn't matter. Yeah. Like we were right on top of that one. We couldn't have cut it any closer. Mm-hmm. Didn't matter. So, 
I, I like to think that we are totally responsible for all of the Kickstarter success. Over well, and we made sure to get Carson on as he launched. Right. So we could take a lot of credit for what was surefire going to be a right. quick funding. Good, good thing too with the rate it was going. Yeah, I, I think that's in fairness. It was probably half him, and <laughs> and and the rest. I mean, long sixty forty. Yeah, yeah, sixty forty. I full, I absolutely believe he would have funded if he'd have gone on somebody else's podcast. Probably. Yeah, but not in eight hours. Probably, probably. would have been more like twelve. He was getting funded while the West Coast was asleep. Right. Yeah. Right? It was a, a Skeletronian performance. Phil Donnelly. No. Yeah. Phil Donnelly was all, was he was up early in that uh, in the, was it the early bird Disneyland line. But we were still fun. And I say we because we're taking a lot of credit for that. Yeah, Sean Russell says good. the Star Wars HasLab guys need us bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They called. <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> <laughs> But what's Reva on, and her what's on Java's mind doesn't quite have the sound to it. <laughs> I don't know. I'd kind of want to know what's on Java's mind. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Probably, probably. Next news item. Do, 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 do. And so, yeah, congratulations again, uh, Josh Agabin and Roger Taft. Absolutely. And great show on Tuesday. Struggling through with us, uh, with some stuff out of your control. But yeah, yeah, but they moved to the top of the leaderboard. Right. Go back. They've, to been, that. they've been on the show more than anybody else, like fifty-four right. times. Been <laughs> on the show sixty times at least. Yeah. And of course, uh, we've already started talking about it. On on Wednesday morning, we were back with Operation Recall to help Carson kick off, and uh, they surpassed a hundred their hundred twenty thousand dollar minimum goal. In about eight hours, uh, so you you can head on over. You don't have to worry about this one getting funded. It's funded, and we are now uh, into stretch goals. You can see the hashtag down below, hashtag let's go stretching. Uh, we're going to throw that up every time we give an Operation Recall update, uh, but be sure to check out Wednesday's episode. That is special edition number 77 for all the details. We go into a pretty deep run on uh um, what's going on with Operation Recall there, and and the the history behind it, and 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 why it's set up the way it's set up, and and all that other good stuff. So, yes, uh, that is a shameless plug for ourselves. Uh, you can also always go just go to Kickstarter, uh, type in Operation Recall, and uh, and you'll get the, the 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 campaign itself right there. But that's got a hundred percent less rack time rub. So what? Why bother? Why bother? Should make that your second stop after watching Special Edition Seventy Seven. Currently sitting at one hundred sixty-five thousand two hundred nine dollars and four hundred thirty-seven backers. There we go. I didn't even have a chance to kick over to him for the tote board. I got to figure. You know what we need to do? We need to like go find some of the the footage of the old Jerry Lewis telethon, so we know exactly <laughs> how that transition happened. <laughs> We're, we, we've, since, since the days of, of, you know, for 10, 11 years now, we've been all about aping things from time times gone by. Oh, yeah. so, yes, we need to figure out exactly how Jerry Lewis threw it to his tote board. Guys. Well, he, he I know he would catch it. And he'd normally be in a rumpled velour or satin tuxedo right. with the tie undone. Some, something in a powder or royal blue. Yeah. No, he normally did black, but it was, you know. 
I mean, there'll be a ruffled shirt. In the background, you can see Dean Martin's feet on the ground pointed straight up, just helping out. Uh, Beta Ray Bob asks, who's going to have the better crotch, call sign Longbow or Operation Recall? They are being engineered similarly. So uh, the the understanding is that Operation Recall will be uh, similarly thick in the crotch, bro. Bro. If not, bro. it'll just have to be settled with a crotch off. Like all be- like most beachhead collectors. <laughs> <laughs> it's there, a crotch there off. aren't any others. There's just me. You don't get outbid. You get outbid because you you have strict rules, right? I oh I, I get outbid all the time. Yeah, I take so there's other there's other beachhead collectors. I I yeah, but they only have one. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying on the tote board. They're not so much collectors as so much as they're just trying to get their one before I yeah. get them all. <laughs> right. Before you corner the market and start selling them for for five hundred each. Right. Your beachhead pharma bro. <laughs> Ouch. No, there's a guy who did that with baseball cards, right? Mm-hmm. He did it with uh, the Mantle rookie year, and he started collecting like the least valuable card in that set. But it got a lot of people want to collect that whole set, right. and they can't do it without Joe Slobotnik. <laughs> and he's got 20,000 Joe Slobotnik cards. So he's good, got... luck, good luck finding one. <laughs> He's got he cornered the market of the fifty-two tops Joe Schlobotnik. Yeah, but then he would sell them for like a hundred bucks because you you gotta have it if you're gonna complete the set. And nobody kept the loser cards, right? No, those were all at baseball, you know, bicycles, folks. Man, smart guy. Anyway, Joe Schlobotnik, Charlie Brown's favorite ball player. For That's the it. Mark threw that one out there. Uh, didn't think anybody'd catch that one, but oh no, I know what's up. Oh no. Next news item. Do, 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 do. Before Joe Colton glazes over again. It's time for some Hasbro Pulse Haslab classified his tank updates. It's a tank kitty. I I love tank kitty. He's so tank, pissed. Tank tank <laughs> kitty is tank kitty will always have a home in our news in our newscast. Joe, how would you describe the emotional state of said cat in the photo? Uh Pissed off. That's it. <laughs> He's about to go. He's trying to figure know. out if he can leap through that hole or not. I, I, it looks to me a little bit more grim determination, like uh, Telly Savalas in the Battle of the Ball. Of the ball. Yeah. I, I think that cat's just just understands that he's got a cannon. And he's, and he's willing to use it. I think that cat has lost the Battle of the Bulge. And he's about 50 pounds underneath what we can see. So Perhaps. He yeah. grew into that box. That's, that's it. <laughs> That's not like wrong. a square watermelon. I'm not going to go out and say that that's wrong, but it's certainly a possibility. I'm not judging him. I'm just saying. I yeah. Look, I mean, if I had owners that were willing to build me an Amazon box tank, I'd go sit in the tank. If I were a cat, until it'd be a little, it'd be a little awkward as a person. But you know, they'd have to really reinforce that car- that uh, that cardboard. But, anyways, I love I love tank cat. So anyways, uh, we've had some stretch goals unlock, and we knew about some of these last week, but it, it, it happened, uh, well, I didn't get pictures in the in the thing, so whatever, we'll get some pictures in there now. Anyway, stretch goal one happened at 10,000 backers for the Hasbro His Tank, 
And uh, we got some side-mounted missile launchers, which look pretty cool. You can see them on the tank in the in the bigger picture, and then by themselves over to the left here. Then uh, we got uh, stretch goal two was the clear canopy and the tread guards. I don't necessarily need the clear canopy, but those tread guards are pretty cool. Kind of gives it that that version one vibe. I'm down with it. People did point out if you're getting more than one, this is a much more exciting stretch goal because now you can make them look different if you choose. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Look, I don't have a problem with the stretch goal. At any point, any stretch goal is fine. Uh, this thing funded in, or, you know, we got enough backers for this thing in eight hours. So clearly the stretch goals were not the reason why people want the Hasbro. Yeah. So I, I think mm -hmm. the, the quality of them and, and the criticisms that are being levied are a little out of control. I was worried that one of them was just going to be blast effects. And yeah. people were going to be really mad about that. Yeah, well, you know what? If it's all blast effects, maybe that's that's kind of a dud, but it's still, it's a bonus, right? Mm -hmm. The bonus. At least it wasn't bag of Joe bones. That's it. So that that's where we were at as of last week's show. And uh, you know we're we're all we're all in we're all on fire about it at that point. And then then comes stretch goal number three. Holy cow! They sent us another figure. Mm -hmm. So we got the uh, machine guns. We got the big chin gun, and then we've got the tank, the hiss tank gunner, which is basically a female hiss driver. Uh, she's got that. No, no. no, she's got extra fighting hands too. Uh, they gave her the same uh, uh, gun loadout. They got a pickaxe and a shovel in there for for all that extra tank duty stuff. Uh, Yorktown Joe points out bonus points to Rob for predicting the gunner. No prizes awarded to those who predicted. There's no way they would add an 83 commander to the stretch goal. Uh, actually, that's an 82 commander that they added to the stretch goal. Right, right. We'll we'll get to him in a minute. But uh, in, let's get it. Stay, stay in control, man. Stay in control. <laughs> so, um, Mark Weber, mm -hmm. you're a former Hasbro guy. Talk mm -hmm. to us about these stretch goals. I or mean, stretch goal. Yeah, this one in particular. I mean, we all wanted another figure, and bear in mind that you are getting two to start with, right? Because the tactician was unlocked on the original, right? Because of the strength of the original bit. So this is figure three. Um, no one, no one, I don't remember fully called that it would be a female trooper. And there are a lot of people online who think that this sculpt, at least, you know, torso and arms is maneuverable enough that it could be used to make different kinds of female troopers down the road. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you're getting a third figure and that it's largely a new sculpt, if not entirely a new sculpt, is a pretty good bit. Um, mm -hmm. And I like that the gunner is in the same uh, deco style as the driver. It makes them look like a duo or a team. And then it makes the tactician, who originally I thought, well, he'll just be my gunner no matter what color he ends up being. Now he can actually sit in the jump seat in the back, which is a cooler setup. So to add a full figure that's new, I think, if not totally new, damn near totally new, that's a really good stretch goal. And the fact that they made it female is fantastic. And look, you can define your own toy, right? If you think she's more driver than gunner, 
then put her in the cockpit and put right. the guy in the back. That's fine too. Right. Or she's dressed if, like a driver. She can drive. If you're buying more than one, then you got battle of the sexes, baby. And you can have dude hiss on one side and girl <laughs> hiss on the other. And probably watch the guys storm into combat way too irrationally and get blown up. And then the girls clean up after him and, and take care of uh, the actual battle. Tank crew and tank yeah. crew king. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That that bonus chromosome isn't always an advantage. So, but I dig this. This is full of win. The chin turret also is great. I wasn't feeling the the extra guns for the gunner spot because you only got two hands. Uh, but whatever. Different guns for different purposes. You know, if, if you wind up having uh, some close combat situations, those little machine guns are going to be a lot more useful than the big cannons. So, I, I guess I like the the missiles on the side are great, and the chin cannon are great because there's nothing there, right? Yeah. But this this felt like when I was a kid, we would take fun tack and all the all the Joe's weapons, and we would road warrior up uh, a vamp mark two or a stinger two. Just guns everywhere, right? And that's that's kind of what it felt like when you add two different, you know, thirty caliber machine guns next to the giant cannons on top of the turret. To me. Agent Chuckle says, "Girl hiss." I saw them play CBGBs in '93. Right? They were that's awesome. Fantastic. Did you catch the comment below? Andrew Galgan, uh, "Girl hiss opening for brutal chest cut at Ch Coachella." Funny how that's not evident at all here, huh? I mean, I know it's a digital render and all, but yeah. Joe Colton, what you think? I like it. I did not expect it, but I like it a lot. And I like that she comes with like different weaponry. I like the hands. She looks great. Simple, but a but a nice uh, a nice surprise. I do like that she comes with the MMA gloves, just like the guy does. Oh yeah, yeah. like that's that's a really good point. And if they've missed on that. I think a lot of people would have been really upset, and rightly so. I would have been upset. Absolutely, right? I am a lot of people. That's up up in there. <laughs> There's a whole lot of people up in yep. there. I, I, it's kind of a robe thing, right? I tend to think every costume you've ever worn owns a slice up here somewhere. Oh, probably. Phil Donnelly wants to know, Joe, getting that cosplay ready now? Uh, I did think about it when I saw it. I was like, ooh, that's new. Of course, oh. you thought about it when you saw it. <laughs> I need the figure in hand, like from a from a rendering to like what actually will be produced might not look exactly the same. So that's true. But you, I, if I know you at all, Joe Colton, you're already looking for those boots. <laughs> but you're 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 already like that. That by itself says, if I can do this, I'm going to do this. Yeah, I'll probably do it. Uh -huh. I just I remember I might, you. Said, I might get the shovel though. I might do like, the shovel. The shovel. The shovel's an easy part, right? And that's probably pretty easy to find. I, not a lot of prefabrication on that. Yeah. I just remember you talking about the internal temperature of your Serpentor outfit. Yeah. And the fact that this is full body suit with giant thigh boots, a breastplate, and a fully face covering helmet. So this, this is Alaska Con, right? This is. This is almost my Baroness, except for the fully covered helmet. That's like the Baroness plus the the Viper helmet. Right. 
But uh, Neil Hill says, you said you wanted guns for your guns, dog? No, no. <laughs> we said we wanted guns for our guns, bro. Yeah, bro. You want guns for our guns, bro? Dogs can't shoot guns, bro. No opposable thumb. Idiot. <laughs> Raccoons? Totally shoot guns, bro. Oh, yeah. It pains raccoons in the ass. will bro. shoot guns on Long Island. That's why you banish raccoons to Shadow Realm, bro. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, as we we saw, and this is this this by the way, they have passed this uh, on the uh, on the backer. We are past fourteen thousand backers, so this is in. And uh, here's a, a nice shot of the hiss tank with both the side missile launchers and the chin gun, and the little extra guns. We don't have the hiss gunner in there, but uh, whatever. We, we kind of no, know how that's going to work. No, no driver either, bro. Yeah. No. No, it's just uh, waiting in the garage. Who's driving? Akiko is driving. <laughs> no, she did. <laughs> no. No, she not did. <laughs> nope. It's, uh... yeah, time to install a fan in that helmet, perhaps. Look into that one, Joe Colton. See if you can get one of those little hand fans and just... They have fan helmets for like people who do like the Star Wars costumes. So, but they're loud. Like you can't hear anything in there. Then. And I'm thinking yeah, small, small fan near long hair. There's mm -hmm. a good chance that go ends badly. Raccoon Viper would be the deadliest Cobra Trooper. That's Damn straight. Would have the most active thumb, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, that brings us to stretch goal four. Which will get hit at sixteen thousand backers, mm -hmm. and this is a retro collection carded Mickey Mouse Cobra Commander. I didn't think they were going to go this big, and I'll be honest with you, I think they decided last minute to go this big. But, uh, anyways, we'll get reactions first. Racktime Rob, what do you think? As the uh, as the man who called a Cobra Commander last week, what do you think? I'm thinking. This is if you're going to do Cobra Commander, this is the right way to go. Because the Mickey Mouse, like I said, it's it's you know it's a variant, it's an homage to the first couple Cobra Commanders they threw out there, the way they didn't have time to put a proper a proper paint job on back in the day, and it's not going to kill anyone's collection because you could totally see them doing it with the real Cobra logo on like a retro card or something. Yeah. Yeah, we we know would have a brutal chest cut though. Oh yeah, well, I'm sure. Well, it's an all new sculpt, they said. So that's up to them. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Remember, they have the new. Uh, not that they would reuse it, but Bazooka has a totally different style of chest cut, right? Yeah. He's got the kind of domey cut, and you could absolutely do that because of Cobra Commander's sort of second belt. If you wanted to, that's an absolutely natural mm -hmm. cut for that kind of horizontal, still completely unnecessary chest cut. So, possible. Yes. And, uh, I mean, we know that the, the retro collection from Walmart, we know it's finite, right? We know they're going to do yeah. however many more. They, we, we know who four of them are. There's going to be, what, four more or, or eight more or whatever. But we know that there's going to be a limited number of those. 
And it makes sense to have a Cobra Commander included in that. And it makes sense to try and recoup some of the money you spent on tooling by, by throwing a, a bonus one here. Um, there's a lot of folks, again, lamenting this as part of part of this campaign, thinking that we're never going to see this figure again. And that's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, like they're not going to take the most... If in a line that has been steadily going towards retro homages is not going to do the most iconic take of the most iconic bad guy in the entire franchise. Well, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, you're, you're not, you're not thinking clearly at that point. If that's what you think. So, uh, but yeah, good call. Rack time, Rob. Good call. Uh, Charlie Kukalski's in the roadblock fan club. Still a uh, new version of roadblock. <laughs> 18,000. But uh, so anyways, what I was thinking here is that, um, and correct me, you, I, I want to get your guys' input on this as well. It seems that after the stretch goal, re the response to the early stretch goals was a little underwhelming, despite the fact that the response to the tank was overwhelming. It feels like they maybe shoved their last two planned stretch goals together and made that stretch goal three. And then in a, I don't want to call it a panic ad, but in a very rushed ad made this, which was already a planned figure for the Walmart retro line, made this stretch goal number four. That's what, that's what it feels like. I, I don't have anything that can, that can verify that, but that I just wanted to get your, your feelings on that, that thought. Mm, could be, but. I think it, yeah, here we go. Tiger Force. Tiger Force told with robbed again. Yeah. But when, when, I mean, the first two takeaways when it very first launched was, wow, it's gorgeous. And ooh, 300 bucks. But what we talked about, you know, on, on our first show about it was, well, let's wait and see what all we're getting. And so right. now if you look at the whole thing now, assuming this unlocks, if you value a classified figure at 25 bucks, well, a hundred bucks of it is just figure. Right. So if I were to tell you, you were going to get a hiss tank with no driver, but with movable treads, with lights, with all of the extra missiles and chin cannons and all that for 200 bucks. Yeah, that's that there is value in this. And I wasn't sure we'd be able to say that originally. But the stretch goals have, have added a ton of value to this product. So, I, you know, I got nothing but kudos for the Joe team for what they've put together here. And, and I love that the community has supported it as strongly as they have, because it just means more good things down the road. Currently sitting at 15,594 backers. There you go. So we're, we're a week past. We're into where most... Uh most HasLab campaigns are in that that dead zone, but there's still a slow and steady march on the the classified his tank. It's just it it's really it's it's a mind blowing how much of a winner this thing is. Yeah. Um, where did that comment go? But Tim Peterson adds that uh, since this is not even a render, I don't think Cobra Commander will be one of the remaining retro carded figures. He'll probably just be mainline classified. Yeah, possible. Could be. Possible. Lord Lord knows you'd sell him. Well, and yeah. I love, I if love they the, it, if they made it mainline, that that wouldn't be a bad choice. 
And the attention to detail here is great for the original commander because some of the things that occasionally get skipped, you know, the red stripe all the way down the leg, the stirrup boots, and the short gloves. Because what's considered iconic Cobra Commander now is those big, gigantic, almost like to a, the wrist gloves. Yeah, like on Sunbow. Yeah, like on Sunbow. That's his iconic look. But it's not accurate for the original. And that's something Bobby Valor worked really hard on on that uh, Missile Command set, was getting an, a real 82 homage commander out there. So, And I just got to say, the Mickey Mouse does nothing for me. I get why it's cool in collecting lore. And I and I absolutely would have used it here. It's, a, it's perfect yeah. as yeah. not not a collection breaker, but it's so good to see a big Cobra logo without the hanging ropes in front of it, which was a massive mistake on well, the on the original classified. We'll, we'll talk about him in a minute. All right, fair enough. But um, uh, Chazaguru agrees with you. This thing is a steal now. It's incredible for three hundred dollars. Um. Have to agree, it's certainly worth it. I mean, look at the 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 dollar figures attached to so many of these projects. That that three hundred bucks seems like it's going a long way. Yeah, and look at all the stuff with the figure. It's not right. just like they went here's a fig, right? Like even right. the gunner has a big old shovel right. and pickaxe. <laughs> Joe Colton's going to break in that Home Depot credit card with that shovel. <laughs> <laughs> I just know, I just know that Joe's diorama is going to have the hiss on its side, but the gunner with the MMA gloves on and the shovel over her head, <laughs> chasing Tiger Force Ricondo, who is running for his damn life. It's going to be good. Yep. But, um, so, um, I guess one more question is, since this is a lock to unlock, right? They're not going to not come up with 400 more backers in the next month and a week. Yeah. Uh, 38 days left, 38 days and change left. Yeah. It's yeah. counted. Okay. This is on the board. Um, we got to get any more stretch goals out of this. Go ahead, Rob. If, if they add another one, I think it's probably going to be the blast effect. Because I think that at that point you start to get to the point of if you start to add bigger stuff, when do they start losing money on this thing? Right. Yeah. Blast effects are an extra with an extra sticker sheet or something. Yeah. Somebody pointed out now, I'm not going to call anybody a maniac, but I can't imagine having the disposable income to just buy five of these. But there are those people out there. And somebody mentioned look, if you made a sticker sheet with a couple different numbers, so you could number your his tanks plural differently, so they aren't all seven eighty eight. That's mm -hmm. kind of a cool idea. So, and stickers don't cost anything. So wouldn't wouldn't bother me if they add a fifth stretch goal if it wasn't if there wasn't a ton of value in it because I think they've given us plenty. And as fans, we want this to be very profitable for Hasbro. So they so when the next time so they get. Yeah, HasLab classified. They're like, goddamn right. We yeah. made, you know, we made thirty-five percent on that. So, line it up. Joe Colton, you think there's anything waiting for us on this one? I think the stickers are a, a cool idea, and also one of the one. It's smart because I remember, um, was it Cobra stickers up in Canada? They would print different numbers for the. Mm -hmm. 
for the retro ones. So it'd be cool if we got a sheet that just had numbers on it. And you could just add yeah, a couple it. of the 25, yeah, the, 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 the 25th anniversary releases have the stickers so you can mm -hmm. change the numbers. Yeah. I, I think if, if there's going to be another stretch goal, it'll be, I'm not expecting one. I'll, 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 I'll be the skeptic again. Uh, but if, if it does happen, I think Viper Scout's got the right idea. A fifth tier could be a third hiss driver with another root out color, color scheme mm. or a Joe Hack sticker set to make it a Chimera. Chimera. So, whatever. So what are we at now? We're at like four, right? Three done and four yeah, is just, almost just about done. the fourth. We're on the cusp okay. of unlocking this fourth one. Yeah, we need about another 406 backers. I like how we're calling it we. Yeah, because it's about because it's funded. <laughs> Once it's funded, it's us. Yeah. <laughs> Until when it's not funded, it's them. <laughs> I don't. You've already got four figures for a vehicle that seats three. Like I can't imagine dropping another figure. And but, as much I appreciate the Chimera reference because that's from that that thin window we like to call the golden years uh, when I was. <laughs> but most of that, the Mark Weber era, right? Yeah, most of that stuff. Was simply because there wasn't any, there was very little existing tooling and no money for new tooling. So flipping a Joe vehicle Cobra and a, and a Cobra vehicle Joe was out of necessity and on some level desperation. So I'm glad that, that some people remember the Chimera fondly, even working on it. I, you know, I like it, but it still made me sad that we weren't making new Joe vehicles at all during that time. But uh, one one last question about uh, Haslab from Hooded Cobra Commander seven eight eight. What do you think the next classified Haslab will be? A vamp, or do they have to go bigger since this one went so well? And uh, Rob, why don't you go ahead and take this one first? I don't know if we get too too much bigger, or if you can get too too much bigger, mm -hmm. just simply because once you start getting beyond the his tank, you start to get into the realm of ridiculously large. Where do you put it? And then that that can negatively affect your campaign, right? So, you know, maybe a hiss, you know, something like that. I mean, maybe a vamp, something like that. But you know, I think they found like a good. I, I think the hiss shows them a good sweet spot to aim for. It, you know, for future. Yeah. You know, right. they're getting a good number. You know, what kind of return can we expect on this type of thing? What you know, so. Joe Colton, what do you think? I agree with Rob. I also want to add in like supply chain issues. Plastic's gone up, like rubber's gone up. You just, I don't know, like the the return. If you go bigger, I don't know the profit margin might might decrease drastically. Mm. So, also, how many people are really going to buy a, I don't know, a flag for six inch figures? Like, where are you yeah. putting that in your backyard? Like, let's be real. Like. I know it's a great dream for us to to be able to see that, but realistically, where are you put it? It's that? kind of a nightmare. <laughs> like, honestly, like how many people have like a living room that is probably like I don't know, like fifty by a hundred for you to be able to walk around and and have that as your coffee table? Like, let's be realistic. So maybe something like this is the sweet spot, as Rob said. So maybe maybe a vamp, maybe. I don't know. Maybe we could go a little bit bigger, but not much. Yeah. Not much. I'd, 
I just don't think there's much iconic that's a little bit bigger than the Hiss, right? Yeah. Like, are you talking Havoc size or I guess Mobat or Mauler size? Yeah, at that maybe point? Mobat. That, I think that's, maybe. you know, this thing did really well. So I hate cap it. But I don't think a, mo that a, might mo be the cap. a motorized yeah. Mobat with a bunch of good stretch goals, isn't that 500 bucks? Yeah, easily. Yeah. And is five hundred throw off? You know, basically, we we did three hundred on the on the hiss. Are we going to go another two hundred? Right. I mean, you could get a Reva lifesaver for that. Yeah, you could, but no one is. No one is. Um, I I think a vamp is a good call or an off strike or something like that where yeah. you can you can make the value up in other pieces. Yeah. Uh, I something think, you can make modular. Right, right. I, I think that's going to be key for, for the lifeblood of these campaigns, which I, I'm assuming that the next one will probably be next year, as successful as this one is. Yeah. Like next summer, this will probably be a thing again. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I, I, Vamp would be great because you can do clutch, and then you could maybe another stretch goal is another one of the, the old guys, like a, a Grand Slam or somebody you wouldn't see under any other circumstances because grand slam yeah, yeah. Um, or short fuse or somebody like that. Um, so yeah, uh, good call on that. I, I think that's, that's the next place to go. And then you if, can switch out weapon pods, you know, if they're sure. doing a vamp with real rubber tires with some cool stretch goals for 200 bucks, the vamp has two good reuses as a Mark II and as a stinger. And if I were involved with the brand, that's what I'd be trying to sell actual retail on was, look, the motorcycle sell at 50, you know, try to sell this second version of the BAMP that we sold 16,000 of. You sell it with less stuff for 150. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Put that on your shelf and see how it flies. That's what I'd do. But they got to get the, they got to get the buyers to buy in, but that's it. But I think, I don't think you're going to get the buyers to buy in on a Mobat that's more expensive than the Hiss. But if you actually take a step back, because a Vamp is not the same value as a Hiss on its own, right? right? It's just not. So that's okay. That's not necessarily a bad thing because you no. have more, more credible reuse options. You can do other versions of the Hiss out of this if you want to do Blue Hiss or Polar Hiss. But none of them are as cool as Vamp Mark II or Stinger. So right. I think there's some win in there. And I thought Vamp would be the first. They were more aggressive and they were right that people will pay for this. And But that doesn't mean you can't go backwards price-wise. Yeah. So. But will they? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm yeah. sure there's pressure to make everything bigger and better, right? 300 was a snap. Why not do the Mobat? Well... Uh. Hmm. Matt Rubin asked, does anyone think that Hasbro has backed themselves in a corner for the next classified HasLab? They included three figures, possibly four. Next time people are going to expect the same. That's fine. That's not really backing yourself in a corner. If they want to, if, if that's the expectation and they hit that, whatever. I don't, yeah, if, if, you, if you're already getting people to commit to that, then having three figures in there is kind of, I would think that was part of the campaign regardless. Yeah. But um, one last news item uh, available for, oh, I'm sorry, I, I take a timeout for n news item sound effects. 
No. Oh. <laughs> Denied. On, on the day where we twinned up on t-shirts, you're going to do I this. I know. That, that hurts. It's that fine. Hurts I'm yeah. just bugging you. Mm -hmm. All right. Ready? Go ahead. Right? <laughs> we need to get that on a button. Right. So when she's not here, we can just hit it. All right, but uh, Longbox Heroes from Fresh Monkey Fiction pre-orders went live on Big Bad Toy Story this week. Mm -hmm. You can I, I know this isn't really G.I. Joe, but it's something that I, I personally love quite a bit. So we're all going to hear about it. Because any any toy line that gives me the Tick, Madman, the Goon, and the Rocketeer all in one shot is a good toy line. Uh, it's got uh, articulation like the old superpowers figures from the 80s. Uh, so by all means, head on over to Big Bad Toy Store and, and check those out and see if any of those are to your liking. All independent comic creators, and I'm sure you got your favorites. Their, their bad guy is kind of like an evil Rocketeer type. It, it's pretty neat. So good times. Good times from our friends. At Fresh Monkey Fiction. Excuse me. As I stumble through. Fresh Monkey Fiction. Right. No, the maybe different, we, maybe. different sized eyeballs on the tick. Well, yeah. Maybe we get mucus tick. I mean, it, it, Arthur better happen is all I'm saying. Yeah, true. Is that Freakazoid? No, that is Mike Allred's madman. Freakazoid wears a red suit and has an F on the front. <laughs> and a U on the back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, that's that's the news. Do, 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 do. All right. See, oh, I didn't. I'm glad you forgive me, Joe Colton. <laughs> take a second here before we get to tonight's main event. To get a word from our sponsors. Be right back. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. All right, there we go from our friends at Kokomo Toys. Mark, I put blew my nose. I blew my nose in sync with the lightsaber effect. Nice. It made me go. feel powerful. <laughs> so anyways, for tonight, as, as our part of the Cobra Convergence event, uh, we have decided to revive, and we were going to revive it anyway, when like we were done. But uh, we're going tier list for you. And we are doing a tier list of all the classified Cobra figures we've received to this point. So that's what we got going on. You can see we got some Cobra terminology in our rankings. We have Commander, Officer, Mercenary, Specialist, and Trooper. And we've got uh, about 21 of these guys to, to rank. So, yeah, be a good time. Nobody's excited. I, Nobody. No, I'm just saying. I think it's it's reverence because this is, as always, the definitive. Right. It is. It is the definitive. Yeah. No monkeying around here. No. Nope. With with uh, with this one, we are not going for the all encompassing depth that we are with our 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 year by year rundowns. 
this is solely about how cool we think the figures are. This is that has nothing to do with nothing to do with impact or anything like that. This is all about just just classified figures are are really coming into their own as just awesome toys, and and we want to we want to reflect that. So first up on tonight's docket is the Alley Viper. I got an unlo- un- I got a box one around here somewhere. I don't, but cool. Me neither. Mine's pending. <laughs> but uh, we'll say, Joe Colton, you've got one of these, right? Mm-hmm. Talk to me about the Alley Viper. It's pretty. Yeah. It's so pretty. Yeah, he's he is absolutely thick in the crotch, bro. Yeah, it could have it could have gone either way, I think. Uh, but it they did right. It it looks great. Um, I like the the orange and blue, obviously the original. But I like the the brightness and I like, I like the, pattern. the pattern over overbearing. Right, I I. Honestly, I like the gear. They made that shield work. That's got the mm-hmm. little swivel, swivel handle on it. They made the face mask, which famously has no eyes, work. Yes. Uh, he's he's just teaming over with guns and, and gear, and there's ammo clips that go in his machine gun, and he's a commander all the way, don't you think? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say he's a commander. All right. I think when, when you hit, if you're going for a classic kind of redo, if you hit all the all the tones this strongly, absolutely. Yeah. And if if you're revamping it or updating it, and it's awesome, yeah, that can be a commander too. But I feel like the person who sculpted this really loved an Alley Viper. Yeah, and it opens, and there's lots of different deco options for this, yeah. right? We yeah. could be getting Alley Viper every couple of years for a decade, and we'd still be happy about it. Yep. So uh, this guy's full of wind. I also, like the the way the color the palette went, it didn't like it broke like the blue broke up the like intense orange, and it didn't make it overpowering. It's not you could go you could go very orange and like not get the blue right, and it it would have been bad, or get the blue too much and like not the right blue. So it was good. I mean, if you look at a figure and say, "What would I change?" and the answer is nothing, <laughs> come on down, right? Get up there. He's a he's a he's a Mets fan on the subway, is what he is. Yeah. He seems a little lightly armed for the subway. <laughs> Light. Beat me to it. But he's a Mets fan. But heavily armed for a caterer. Right. Next up is the Baroness, and and this is the Baroness that came with the coil cycle. The the yeah. carded Baroness is not part of tonight's proceedings. Because uh, there just aren't enough of them out there for for us to really judge. But everybody here's got a Baroness. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Weber, why don't you talk about the Baroness? I mean, the only complaint anybody had about this figure was that they couldn't friggin' find it right. originally, right? <laughs> but that that has softened over time, and that was the only real criticism early on. I think you could still get it on the pulse. Yeah, right. and 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 the one thing that or remember that the very first classified figures were decoed mainly to match the, the video game, right? Mm-hmm. The Operation Blackout, where she had purple tinges in her hair, which you can on see the figure. On, you can see on the original backing. And I don't know if they if they realized the game wasn't going to be that big a hit, 
or if somebody, a designer we know and love, decide, made the decision that we're just not going to do that. Because Purple Hair Baroness is a specialist. Same damn figure is a specialist for a bad look, for abandoning the iconic look mm -hmm. of a character for a Johnny Come Lately video game that nobody's going to remember and nobody liked that much. So right. this, this is chef's kiss. This is as good as it gets. The only problem was it was hard to find, and that's not a problem anymore. So Baroness, right up top. Yeah, I can't, absolutely can't be better. Uh, Hood of Cobra Commander 788 sums up my feelings on, on this figure as well. It's an amazing rendition of the Baroness, updated, but it feels right. Yeah, uh, I love the little extra stuff. I love the gold tinge on the glasses. Yeah, uh, I like the gold pistol. That, that's just something that, like, the Baroness is pretty vain as a character, and that's yeah. something that she would have. Um, that snaky laser gun is kind of weird too. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's got a a well, her glasses have the cobras on the side. Yeah, yeah. those are as you look closely at their cobra. Yeah, mm -hmm. on the on the horn well, right there. It came with our first vehicle, right? Yeah, which by and large nobody likes. Right. It's, all right. it's not it's not, you know, uh, a descendant of anything that meant anything. It's kind of chunky. It's kind of Akira. It, it's something nobody really cared much for. And yet nobody was mad about paying extra for that bike to get right. this figure. Right. Absolutely. Right up there on the commander line. No problem. I have a feeling I know where a lot of these are going to be ending up tonight. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> strong collection. It, it uh, kind of is. It's probably fair to say the ratio of hits to misses is better on Cobras than Joe's for classified. Mm. I don't, know. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't have it all in front of me, but that's just on, on first glance, I would say that's a solid argument. Yeah. Mm, you might be right. We'll see. It happens. We'll, we'll get there with the Joes at some point, I'm sure. We can't, we can't just leave this dangling. Yeah. Because even up, the misses in this line are just near misses. Up next is the bat. And why don't we just go ahead and put the bat right up next to the Baroness? Because the bat yeah. is amazing. Yes. I, I, I don't really like the bat. I, I don't care about traditionally, whatever. It's like, it's a, it's a robot. It's something that they, I, I'm convinced they came Cannon up father. with. So they, they could blow up stuff on the cartoon. Um, but man, that bat's an incredible figure. It's a, and again, like like the best of these figures, it's an update in all the right places. Yeah. The only question I have about that bat is, did did they tell Super Seven it was coming? And Super Seven says, doesn't matter, ours is different enough or bigger or whatever. Or did, did they not tell Super Seven they were going to come out with a kick ass bat before theirs would even reach market? Hmm. <laughs> That's uh that that bat since we know Lenny sculpted it right, that is that is uh that bat is Lenny choke slamming Super Seven. Pretty much, <laughs> I really I really and I have, I have friends at Super Seven too. I really hope that Hasbro went. You can do the bat, but we're doing it too, and ours will be out before yours. And Super Seven said, "Doesn't matter, we're cool." <laughs> then if they didn't share it, because I guarantee you that fifty dollar. Super 7 Bat got a ton of pre-orders canceled when this guy was announced. Mm -hmm. All right. Up next, we alluded to him earlier. But this is the Navy Blue, the, the regular version of Cobra Commander. 
And I'll go ahead and start here because my, my criticism of it today is the same as it was when it premiered. It's really, it's a good figure and I like the things that they tried to do, but it's very busy. And if they had gotten rid of any two of the design elements involved here, it would still be, a, you know, an updated type figure with a lot of detail. But as it is with everything, and, and as Mark is likes to point out, so much stuff covering up his Cobra sigil on his chest, he's a tough one. Like, I like him, but he's a tough one to love. Like, this, as a regular Cobra Commander figure... I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not super in love with this guy. I would. I'm interested to hear where you guys place him on on the tier here. Ahead, I, I, I like the figure. I like the design. There's probably an element or two that could come out of it, you know, to make it a little less busy. But I, in general, I'm kind of okay with a little bit of busy because Cobra Commander is a pompous ass and would dress that way. <laughs> um. The figure itself, though, because of the way that they cut it to make it look like a like a dress uniform, gives it some awkward looks in certain poses because the cuts don't come right, you know, in the articulation. So I'm probably putting this in the middle at a mercenary. Mm -hmm. Looks good on the shelf once you find that pose, but you know sometimes it's it's a little awkward looking. Like the knees, like if you bend the knees far too back, it looks like it's a box, and you know, because of the way the pants had to be cut. You can't have like that uniform and have knee pads on there, you know. Mark, I know you're chomping at the bit on this one. No, I mean, it's pr I pretty much echo what Rob says um, and what you said. Like, I think it's it's borderline sacrilegious to put something in front of the Cobra logo, especially on Cobra Commander. Like, right? That's I would if if I'd had a voice in that room, and that that would be a normal kind of marketing versus design disagreement. And you got to be really careful as a marketer when you're pushing back on a design choice because that's their job, right? But that that would have been my argument was, how are you going to put something in front of the most iconic logo in the franchise's history? Well, it's like, also multiple things. It's not one, right? It's the strap. It's the other Cobra emblem. It's the chain. It's like... Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's a, a lot. lot. It's just a lot. A lot there. And... You know, I I beat the drum on Drew Chestcut being the the death of the line or the bane of the line, but there's hardly a character that it hurts more than this guy. It's just you cannot get your eye off of it. So So Racktime Rob has him on the mercenary line. Do we do we do we come to that conclusion too? I could I could do officer or mercenary. I'm not putting anybody on commander that I would have made changes to. So he doesn't, funny enough, command, the Cobra Commander doesn't can't make Commander for me. Uh, mercenary I'm okay with. I could do Suede to Officer because there are other versions of this same figure that I like less. But well, we'll get to him in a second. Yeah. yeah, but there's also a figure coming out that's better. So yeah, yeah I, I mean, sure. We'll, but we'll, that'll that'll go on its own merits. But I, I'm I'm okay with this guy being smack in the middle, like you. Yeah. They, they did a lot right. Like it, it looks like Cobra Commander. It just maybe they did a little too much. The the whole rope that wraps around him like a freaking whip lasso thing. It like it needs to stop. Like, See, I kind of like that. I, I think it would look too plain without it. No, like 
yes, but with everything and then the roping on top of that and then the sides like having that almost same uh like looking texture. It's it's he's just really busy for me. Yep. And then that brings us to the second version, the Regal Cobra Commander, or the Newtwork Cobra Commander. Boo! <laughs> um, I'm not a fan. I don't, I don't like this repaint. I, I don't even have this figure. I, I no, I didn't buy it either. It's just, all the gold is just too much. If you try, like, by itself, it looks okay. But if you try and put him, that color scheme, if you try and put that color scheme with like the other Cobra Troops doesn't work he yeah, looks I mean, like he's a victorian version of himself yeah. like what standing by himself standing like next to destro or something looks fine but with the cobra troops oh no yeah no, it's it's too much and i i think what they tried for with regal cobra commander they actually did better with another figure which we'll get to in a second yeah i i don't have this guy as high as the other one, I, I think really he's, he's a touch trooper, below. Yeah, I yeah. think he's our first trooper. I would put him as specialist, specialist. but then I would mark him down for how bad Network hosed it on that release and yeah. had no customer service to help people with questions. And that's still one of my highlights of being on the show was live deleting their app. <laughs> because I'm, I'm really. I'm not going to hold the merchandise responsible for that. Well, it's part of the it's part of the thing. It's part I, of that problem. It, yep. it's, it uh, you know what? Are, uh, Joe, Mike, are there on this got, whole line? Got, are there which ones don't you own? Uh, there's a couple. Are there? Okay. There's a couple. Uh, I, I don't have everybody. I I am not a completist. I don't I don't buy into that. This but, guy sucks. I think the figure on its own, if you guys say that the figure on his own is a specialist, I can admit to being outvoted on that one. I'll put him on the specialist line. I think he's a trooper because I don't like the He's figure. a low specialist. You can, you can put, put him on the trooper. I don't care. I put him on the trooper because he smells like network. <laughs> All right. You know what? I'm just, I'm moving him down. That's it. I'm moving him down. I don't never, want to never trust a website that can't afford to buy valves. The stink of their incompetence will outlast their company. I just don't want to hear the hot. It already has for years. Have you seen? Have you seen another network exclusive in the last couple of years? Yes, but not for Hasbro. Yeah, not for Hasbro. Yeah, no. I think they learned their lesson on that one. I wouldn't know. I deleted their. They app. wanted to be hip. Lie. Well, that right. that was in that was in the days too, where they thought. Classified was going to be this niche line for hipsters. Yeah, for bathing ape. Yeah. Right. Now, that brings us to the oh. Snake Supreme Cobra Commander. We'll get all out on run. <laughs> I actually like this guy best out of the three because mm -hmm. he, the job that he's there to do, this is Cobra Commander dressing like a pompous ass. This is Cobra Commander in his full regalia. This is Cobra. This is the outfit he is saving for inauguration day. Right. This is this is the one he puts on when he hits Caesar's Palace. Oh yeah, like this, it's it's Prophet Director Destro. Only it's not in bad taste. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like I said, this is Vegas Caesar's Palace type Cobra Commander. Prophet Director Destro is at the Golden Nugget in Reno. Right. So this is this is racially sensitive Cobra Commander. That's good. Yeah. 
So I, I wanted to hate him so <laughs> much, but that that box art got me. Yeah. It's you know there too. I'm with you, Joe. I I, I bought this. It was kind of like, why am I buying this? I don't want this. this I don't, I don't want. This. And then I, then I got him, and I was like, I like this. I like <laughs> Same. I so know I, you. You got it in because you got in the first and like they sent to you in three days. And then I just went, I have to order that. <laughs> right. Mike, check out the comment from uh, Viper Scout over in the comments. Third from the bottom right now. Oh, it's perfect. Yes. Uh, thanks, Supreme. So satisfying. This is Cobra Commander going full Elton John. Yeah. Yes. And the only thing I would change is that they, they gave him a, they, well, there's no fur on that cape, but um, they gave him a black Cobra logo. They needed to go red there. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Yep. yeah, that's the only thing I would change. But I think I think this guy's an officer. He's the best of the three. I, I yeah. totally agree. With He's that. fancy. He's <laughs> fantastic. Look at him. Like that—that's that's even they, better. They created a too busy mold, but at least they gave us a set of circumstances where too busy works. I yeah. love I love that Elton John Cobra Commander is looking up at Alley Viper above him and going like, "What the?" <laughs> and Joe Selby, we didn't even mention the Fort Cape is Chef's kiss. Yeah, it, it, it's like with this thing, you know, the Regal Cobra Commander was too was busier than the first one. Too busy, it killed it. But this one, they just went, you know, yeah. let's just make it so busy that it comes out the other end, and that's what they did. And that's what you got. Okay, we got to get a move on. So, uh, Crocmaster is next, and Crocmaster is incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is do do we really even need to talk about this? I, just, goes I don't. Man. I don't have him yet, but somebody pointed out with an extreme close up of the head that he actually has a ripped and sewn back together seam in his mask. Yeah, yeah, you can see it on the artwork like, on the box too, dude. Yeah. Like. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that like his back looks like the back of a gator. Like he skinned the back of a gator. They didn't just throw scales on him. Like he it, hollowed out a gator. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's just if you if you haven't decided to buy this figure, fix that. Right, because this guy's awesome. Oh, but I didn't like Crocmaster back in the. It doesn't matter. You I didn't care. For, I didn't care for Crocmaster back in the day. This guy's awesome. That. Fiona is incredible. That gator, holy cow, that gator's almost worth it on its own. And it's the only one, really the only one of the deluxe figures that had to be deluxe, right? Yeah. Any of the other ones you could have thinned down and they still would have been good figs. Right. But this guy had to be exactly how they did them. So, yeah. Yeah. Salute. Yeah. And they not, not stuck the landing whole way no notes no notes 10 out of 10 yeah okay next up joe colton you like that one mm-hmm. i'm i'm right. i really like that figure good i just didn't want to shut you out next up is destro I appreciate going that. all the way back to wave one for destro He's- and i gotta i gotta admit destro was the first figure in this in the classified line that said to me yeah this is pretty good yeah, I think he was the first figure that kind of like kicked it up a notch. Like you were like, okay, six inch, pretty good, pretty good. And then he came out and we were all like, what yeah. is that? Yeah, like we were all kind of eh on Roadblock and 
eh, on Scarlet, and Duke was pretty good, and Snake Eyes was was a little better even. And then they showed Destro, and Destro was the stuff. Yeah, yeah. He, he set the bar, I think, so. He's not still the best figure, but he was the best figure for quite a while. Yeah. Right? It took a while for him to get knocked off that peg. Well, I mean, wave, wave, yeah, wave two was Gung Ho, Cobra Commander, and a Red Ninja. So he yeah. was, he's better than all three of them. So he was uh -huh. good until the Red Ninjas came along, right, Joe? I don't know. We'll see how I uh, how I fare with the Red Ninjas. <laughs> you uh, might be surprised. <laughs> so that uh, brings us to, is Destro in the same company? as the folks who are already on the commander line. I mean, this... Yeah, yeah. I'd say so. Yeah. yeah. I, I would say so, too. I think anytime you have a, a character represented in what may be the best version of that character. Yeah. 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 Killing it. Yeah. Cool. Only thing I'd change would be he needs the grenades on that side. I wasn't wild a... about the gold gun, but nah, that's, a, that's, right a, that. that's a nitpick. Yeah. Yeah, he'd have it. He's 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 an ostentatious sort. Only he's, if, he's aristocracy. Only if Scaramanga misplaced Not as much it, as the rest of the next one. There we go. All right, and so we go from the ecstasy, and we're back in the agony, as Prophet Director Destro is front and center. Trooper. Atlantic yeah. City Destro Trooper. God. Yeah, we're hooking to die. I get why they did it. But Do you? Yeah, just because it's easy and iconic on some level. Right. But but it also has, you know, some some racial connotation. Yeah. That Hasbro is is normally very sensitive to anything, you know, that might be uh, problematic. And so, just out of respect uh, for Arthur, you know, this is a trooper. Yeah. Didn't they didn't right. need? To, I know why they did it. They didn't need to do. It. Right, it, it's I didn't get one. They're all like they're they were around here for a bit, and they're just they were the only ones on the pegs. And I was like, I don't care if you're on discount, I'm not fucking getting you. Yeah, yeah. and hopefully, and hopefully that tepid response means they never have to go here again. Yeah, it was an easy way to try and recoup some of the Destro molding costs, I'm sure. But it like the it's just a it's a flat joke. It's it's not good. It's it's terrible. Yeah, um, he's yeah. a trooper. And uh, up next is Firefly, mm -hmm. and he just was uh, was announced he's getting a redo in 2023, and that's probably going to be a relief to a lot of folks watching. But yeah, let's uh, let's let's discuss what we've got in our Cobra Island exclusive uh, from Target Firefly from uh, 2020. Joe Colton, you like this Firefly? I mean, I. Don't hate him or like him more than the Destro. Oh no, he's not going up on the top line by any. No. Yeah. Just saying. I uh, I would put him either in the mercenary or if I'm being really critical, the specialist. Well, I'll I'll throw that out there. I would say uh, Matt Rubin's got 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 his thumb on me here. Uh, he's a mercenary due to his gear. 
Firefly came with some pretty outstanding stuff. Yeah, okay. I did not I did not take into account the gear, but yeah. I, I if it was just the figure, God, that, yeah. that's a hard. I mean, the, the figure itself is fine, but that vest really breaks things up. Yeah. Got, oh, you're okay got, with the diaper? Eh. Eh. I mean, if, that head skull. if you've already got the vest, then the diaper makes sense at least. Sensible diaper. Right, I mean, if if you're I gonna mean, blow you yourself have the vest, up, do you really need to shit that much? <laughs> you're gonna blow yourself hey, look, up. You need depends. Sometimes when you're working with high explosives, you just can't leave. Oh goodness! Right? The, the oops! I crap my pants, Viper. <laughs> oh, all the poop jokes. That's that's a real Toxo Viper. I can, I can I can deal with mercenary line. Yeah, that I think that's as high as he goes. I think there, yeah. there's enough here that any one of us would have reworked. Yeah. Right. Like there, there, I, there, I did end up liking him more once I saw him. I'm sorry. It's not. It's not a terrible figure. Yeah. It's just not Firefly, other yeah. than the colors they chose. Right. With a totally different head, with say a helmet or just hair or whatever. If this the, was a new character, yeah. that was Cobra EOD. This guy would be great because the, yeah. fa- the gear yeah. is fantastic. It's just not Firefly. Yeah. So you can't do a lot of sneaking around in that EOD. Event. No, Firefly's supposed to sneak around. He's a saboteur. I would, I, I would not give this guy credit for the cool stuff he came with because the cool stuff he came with is exactly counter to what the character has always been. Yeah. So I would specialist this guy because he's the first one they completely misunderstood. Yeah. Rich he's Murphy not, makes he's an important point. He's not a disposal guy. Firefly is sticking a crotch, bro. That's true. Bro. I, mean, I, yeah. I mm. wish this was a new character. Right? Yeah, that um, would have been better. All right. So, Joe, Joe Colton, one word. Mercenary or specialist. Which, where am I going? Specialist. Rob? Specialist. Mark? Specialist. All right. There we go, then. Should have been a new character. And it shows that they, not just that they understand, but that they're listening, which is a really good thing. Yeah. Because he's the first one they're pivoting back to to fix. So. Okay. So up next is the Cobra Infantry. And um, he was he was the source of of some headaches when he first popped up because, wow, you couldn't find him for a while. But um, Mark Weber, what do you think of that Cobra Infantry figure? I think he's real good. I he's uh, I can't think of anything off the top of the head that I, uh, top of my head that I would change. Um, but he doesn't. He didn't light my fire like the commander troops did. So I I plunk him an officer. Yeah. As being a really damn good thing. All right. Hard to find. Is this the general release? This is the general release. Okay. What do you think, Rob? I agree. Like I said, it, one design change I would make would be. Get that knife lower, but <laughs> is this the one with the knife by the head? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then that's why he's officer. Yeah. Because I saw that as the dude further down with the jetty knife by the shoulder. Yeah, but other that than that, a really that's good a, figure. Yeah, that bothered me a ton. A really nice update to the Cobra, the, the, you know, your typical blue shirt Cobra. But I'd go officer. All right, Joe Colton, you agree? A better version. Yeah, officer. <laughs> All right. All right, now Cobra officer, it's Joe Colton, bro. 
Up next is Major Blood. Oof. And Major now, Blood. Was he the one that knocked Destro off his? Uh... Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I he's think up there. So. Major Blood is he's he's really good. Yeah, he's like <laughs> just throw just throw him up there. Yeah, saves time. There's no discussion needed. There, there again, he's commander. That figure rocks. Th this is the best Major Blood ever. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Okay, now we got a couple of movie figs. First up is the Baroness. Oh. And I honestly, I thought this was a pretty good likeness. It's not yeah. a great figure. Um, but I think in, in general, the movie, the movie line was a weak wave. Um, they all, they all kind of had their issues. I think Akiko and Scarlet are probably the two strongest and neither of them are here. Um, so I, I am comfortable getting, uh, the Baroness who was one of the few joys of the snake eyes movie. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with her on the mercenary line. Agreed. It's funny because if you actually, if you divvy it up from the Snake Eyes movie, Scarlet wasn't bad. Baroness is pretty damn good. Uh, Akiko stunned us all by surviving. By surviving, yeah. <laughs> and Storm Shadow was fantastic. Yeah. Most of, the piece, most of the pieces of that movie worked. If only Snake Eyes wasn't such a jerk. If only the cinematography didn't make people want to throw up. Yeah. They might have had a winner there. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, giraffe neck hurts this girl. A little bit. A little bit. They they gave a little Why? too much attention to that, to that choker. Yeah. As the, a person with a tall neck. Hey. You don't got you're you're not rocking mecha neck like yeah. this bear this figure was. Joe Colton, you, you have a you have, a you have a tall neck because you have a tall everything. I guess that's true. You're but literally great. If you cut the part below the choker but above the torso, yeah. her neck would be normal. It's like she had a normal neck and then they threw choker in, not on top of it, but in addition. <laughs> this poor oh. girl is a bobblehead in real Joel, life. Joel McMullen asks us if, uh, what are we smoking? Movie Baroness is better than Firefly. Movie Baroness, oh, yeah. movie Baroness looked like the Baroness. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's not Firefly. He's doesn't wearing matter. a diaper. Doesn't matter what we're smoking. It's definitive. Mm -hmm. but, uh, up next is the aforementioned movie Storm Shadow. Well, the Ivory Man. And as, as great as he was in the movie, this is a bad figure. It's boring. Boring! Yeah. Just dull. Just, it, it, clearly, lots of paint apps that they just skipped. Yep. Put uh, this guy on the all-new not-so-specialist line. Yeah, that seems that seems right. It, it like it's a good, I, it's a I good trooper. Him. I, see, I don't I don't think he's as bad as the two that are down there. Boring as he may be, at least I look at him and say, "Hey, that's movie Storm Shadow." Yeah. As opposed yeah. to, ah, get that out of here. So, that that's really that's a big line to cross. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm good with that. Okay. Joe Self says somebody once called him oh. Storm Shadow, and I can't unsee it. Right? Don't put <laughs> don't put that figure under a black light. God, Shroud of Turin. Why would you say that? I can't. Matt O'Brien says I cannot accept this as definitive. That sounds That's like it sounds like a you problem. Yeah, yeah. Whether, you whether, you, whether you like it or don't like it, learn to love it. Right? It's just, 
<laughs> wow. This is not a democracy. It's, uh -oh. def it's the definitive. Uh, four of us, one of you. Get with it. <laughs> if you don't like it, we're going to do two more shows this week. Maybe we'll change. And Joel, Joel McMullen, the, the actor, head sculpt safe storm. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yeah. And better than Gleaming Gold Destro or the not mentioned Cobra Commander. <laughs> he who shall not be named. The network. Newark. Newark. Up next is the very recently released Cobra Officer. Yeah. Joe Colton, you, you honored this officer today. What do you think? You got I yet? really like this figure. It fixed the problems that others had and is wonderful. Stunning oh. lack of breasts, though. We <laughs> yes, all know it does Cobra not have the breasts that are female, but yeah. <laughs> Maybe one will come out that has breasts. There we go. <laughs> Look, if they sculpted up a hiss driver, you know. Right. Yeah. Right. We don't know what's under the, the hiss driver molding. Maybe there's maybe there's a, a shirt with that they can put a logo on. Who knows? There you go. Ragtime Rob, you're you were fond of the officer from our discussions off camera. Uh yes, he's he I put him on the commander level. He's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's the officer? The officer, yeah. Why does he have a red cobra logo? Oh no, down low. I'm sorry. I was looking. I was looking at the trooper. Who's Get with the program, Hot Joe. Hey man, it's a lot of Cobra up there. There is. Oh, he's got to be an officer, just for the uh, the serendipitousness. Phil Donnelly says, "Mark here, calling for a Cobra officer with moves." Yeah. <laughs> put some put some plastic breasts on that officer and call him Sable. <laughs> get some get some super sculpty. <laughs> Matt O'Brien has has come around. I can't fight with the hot That's joke. It. That's <laughs> it. That's all we can ask. That's just that I pity happen in this world, but that's not respect. That's pity because I almost died last week. But I'll take it. I'll take it. We have a we have a we have a you know two hosts with a combined seventeen years of 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 GI Joe podcasting. We have a former head of the brand. This is the definitive list. Yeah, come on. The original female Cobra officer? Come on. Go to Cobra Commander. New title for this episode. Maybe one will come out that has breasts. There we go. There we go. Hey, man, we're looking for... Talk, we could use some clickbait. Go right. with it. <laughs> Joe Colton, find me an embarrassing picture. Right. Of Wes. <laughs> of Wes. Of Pirate Wes with one eye. Oh. Cobra Wait. boobs. Coobs. Speaking of embarrassing pictures, here's That's William. Never happened. Here's William. <laughs> William doesn't follow us on Twitter for some reason. William what? needs to fix that. <laughs> William, William will follow us on Twitter while he's driving. Yeah, that's yeah. Do we want to take that kind of response? Oh, up on two wheels, maybe. 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 Terrible. So, Cobra officer, uh, Mark Weber, give me one word answer. Yeah. Commander officer, officer, get him up there. Rack time, Rob. I say commander. He's he kicks Ooh. ass. Joe Colton. Oh. I not, no, you're not. I'd be the tiebreaker, but there's still you to vote. Okay. Um Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd say commander. All right. I, I tend to agree, actually. I don't have him in hand yet. So I may you love don't? I may he, love the fig more once I get him. He's not uh He's not Crockmaster. He's not the bat. 
he's not an alley viper, but he's Destro. Okay. Yeah. It's that, it's that strong. But, uh, next up is the Red Ninja. The first army builder of the classified line. People tend to forget. Joe Colton, you're our lead Red Ninja correspondent. Do, do, do. Oh, wait. So, I love and don't like this figure. Love and don't like. Yeah. This okay. is what I love like. the Red Ninja, but then I'm like, mm. Joe, this is what it's like to have kids. You'll always love them, but they will disappoint you. Hello, Dave. Oh, yeah, I like... We are finally all well. Go ahead. I don't know. I definitely not top two. Definitely not. Okay, so you're you're maxing out at mercenary, is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Rack Just time, Rob, what do you think the, with... the thing I like most about the Red Ninja is that he is a new design on that character, on that particular trooper, as opposed to just being a guy in his red jammies. Right. Yeah, but like you. The head bothers me a lot. I like the head. Wow. Yeah, I like the head too. That skull mask, the blank dead eyes. What do you think, Mark Weber? I like that because Red Ninjas originally are just Storm Shadow painted red, basically. I like that they got their brand new own look. And it could have been just about anything because it didn't have to mirror anything to me. So I like that they went a little bit nuts with. The, you know, just making him his own dude. So I would have been okay with lots of different kinds of red ninjas here. And and this one is fine. And I like that. And I think it's a little bit of a years joke because the red ninja isn't a lot of people's favorite troop builder that this guy was not that hard to find. Yeah. And I thought I, because the whole line was red hot, I thought troop builders were going to be a nightmare. So the fact that the first one wasn't brutal to find to build a couple, if he wanted that, I was happy about that. And I thought that was, was a, a harbinger of good things to come. It actually wasn't as far as true building was, but it gave me hope at the time. So I think he's good. I don't think he's great. I would drop him right in the middle. I, I agree. Draws Walker has one of my, my points. Uh, they could have done weapon storage better. He's got a lot to carry and not a lot of places to put things. I think I'd have gotten rid of that gigantic sword because there's not a good place to put that on him anywhere. Yeah, but it's like, I, I, I do like, like the design as well. But there's just it's I don't know. There's just something about him that isn't great. I, I like the play Final Fantasy. I, like, I figure I can't go below mercenary because I did sign up to buy the blue repaint. So he's a mercenary. How's he gonna play Final Fantasy without a giant cloud sword? Right. Yeah. Up next is regular Storm Shadow. As opposed to unleaded Storm Shadow? Yes. Hey, Not did we forget the Arctic Storm Shadow? He's a Joe. Oh. He was sold as a Cobra. No, he had a Joe package. No, he had a Cobra pack. Well, then I don't care about him. So <laughs> I mean that design's a Joe. I thought it, I just I just put him into Joe's. I just I didn't I didn't think twice about it. Anyways, moving on. Here's regular Storm Shadow. Uh, can't fix it now. Don't know why you're shooting your mouth off. Terrible pilot. I, nobody <laughs> lets me see this stuff beforehand. Oh, what? Shot yeah, fired. Ready? Fight. <laughs> no storm shadow. Rob, yours just came in the mail, man. Yeah. You like him? He's neat. 
That's why we are the highest paid influencers on the web. Right. That's why nobody nobody subscribes. Yeah. No, I I I really do like uh Storm Shadow uh quite a bit. He's pretty fantastic with his posability and all the the, the great weapons he comes with. And I, yeah. like if I've criticized classified for being too retro inspired, but holy cow, if they're going to do storm shadow like that, then at least they're doing it right. Yeah. So, I mean, as, as just straight up as a toy, this guy's a commander. That's a pretty definitive looking storm shadow. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember the original Storm Shadow. I remember that giant square cut right in the middle of his white D. I, th that's my only argument. Other than I think the hood's a little wonky. Uh, yeah, but it, but it comes but you off. Can take it off. Yeah, and that's and that's fine. So I'm yeah. I'm glad even if it's wonky, they didn't have to give it to you. Yeah, so it's right. removable, fine. But this is one of the guys I think suffers the worst from that brutal chest cut. Just oh. It, it's, it's almost tough. neon in the middle of that bright white figure. And for me, that mar that marks him down. I look at him, and he's not quite on the level of those other fine folks and uh, lady up there on that top row. Maybe does I'm anybody, the only one. Does anybody agree? It's like a thumbprint. I basically, with all the Marvel Legends and stuff like that I have, it's, I think I've just kind of just come to accept it as the way it's kind of cost of doing business the way they currently construct these figures. It's clean sheets. Clean sheets, Storm Shadow. Doesn't it definitely have to clean. be, right? His, all that, his Rob, all that evil needs to win is for good men and women to do nothing. But what's, be but what's better? Not having it? A waste pivot that does the same damn thing? Or what McFarlane has done with the spine underneath the softer plastic? There are ways Ooh, around it. Those, McFar those McFarlane chest cuts are worse. Oh, a lot of them are, but like the, the red yeah. strike guy that I, that's my archetype. Like, they can't be done. It's like if someone in 82 going, these Joe figures are great. And somebody says, what if we could swivel the arms? And they're like, bah! This is the best figure. We don't, this is the only way to do it. It's not the only way to do it. Do better. It looks like on some figures, particularly knights, robots uh women you can hide it and on some guys like destro or snake eyes when it's a a black colored figure it hides better but there ain't no hiding it on bright white storm shadow it looks awful right in the middle of an otherwise perfect figure joe self says wait until he turns yellow in three years right and then Aww. he's and then he's uh what european blizzard <laughs> European Blizzard. Tiger Force, Tiger European Force Blizzard. Blizzard. Joe Colton, yeah. what do you think? Um, for Brutal Chest Cut? Or... It's the I'm Chest Cut Rant Power Hour. That's right. See, I, I, I have a tough time tagging this figure for that much because it's not... I mean, that's you how they are. I'm kind of like... Point. You it's, can't tell me that storm shadow looks as good as that the rest of the top row. Yeah, I can. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest, the shoulder the butterfly shoulders bother me more than the chest cut does. Yeah. There's that too. And they don't bother me that much. 
because he can do cool ninja things. Is he major blood good? No, but he doesn't have to be major blood good. Mm. Is he bat good? Again, Mark, you're, you're pulling off the top of the list to make your argument. Yeah. No, I'm saying that's why he doesn't quite measure up. I mean, he I don't. Made, he he's not necessarily major blood or bat good, but he's probably Baroness good. He's he's probably Destro. No, get out. He's he's definitely officer, like a high officer. All right. I'm just saying, all right. commanders for me are figures I wouldn't make any changes to at all. Yeah, we, I got I got two that say officer, and I myself have things that I would I would I don't like. I got I got to go officer. Sorry, uh, he can he can be the best officer by far. I'm not pooping on the thing. Yeah, oh saying. no, he's he's got that. That that's I mean, and no no slight to the other figures in the officer line. He's the yeah. best on the officer line. But if commander if commander is chef's kiss, if commander level is flawless, he's just a little bit shy. Yeah. All right. All right. Fair enough. So that brings us to the Cobra Trooper. This is the uh, the Target exclusive guy uh, mm. that caused rioting in the streets. I ain't got one. <laughs> He's rioting. rioting in the streets. That's uh, I came of age on that that one app that tells you what targets got in stock. Uh, right with with this guy. Ooh, looks like they got one. Roll out to the target that's 20 feet behind us. Nope. There he is. Yoink. Oh, yeah. It worked well? It did that time because it was the first wave. The the Beachhead okay. and Cobra Cobra Trooper wave. Those guys, it said it was there. It was always right there. No problems finding those guys. But, yeah, afterwards when they started hiding the stock numbers, that, that wasn't, yeah. wasn't so good after that. Anyways, going back to the figure itself. I think they did this guy a little bit better than they did the general issue one, and they should. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think he's quite a commander. But he's he's probably kind of like Storm Shadow, where he's real close, but not quite. Anybody? Yeah, he's, he's one knife direction placement. Right. right. From being commander and potential. Right. See, now that bothers me more than Brutal Tresca. But. It's terrible. Because it's just wrong. It would have been hard to get that right. Hey, Cobra Trooper, on your left. What? <clears throat> oh. Losing teeth. Cobra Trooper looks good. Pegs on those guns. I agree. Yeah. Uh, William J. does have a good point. All the weapons do store on the figure. So it, it's got that going for it. That's a that's a positive, certainly. And again, certainly not a bad toy. Mm. Not a bad no, toy. No, no. It's, it's a very good toy. But yeah. uh, I, think he, I think our Trooper is an officer. Yeah. Up next, we got Mark's favorite, the Viper. <laughs> yeah, the one that made me divorce Target. Right. <laughs> Mark Weber, what do you think of this figure minus all the Target drama? I like the fig a lot. I think that's partly why you're <laughs> a fit. You're a fit about it. Uh, I am, but more, it was more semantic than that. Um, the only thing I don't like is something other people have. Uh, I've mentioned about it. I don't like the exposed neck, the flesh-colored neck, because it's not accurate to the original. And if you cover that up, then this guy is 100% covered. He could be any uh, racial makeup, right? So that's Great. that's my lone complaint. It's a very small one. Um, but if I'm saying Commander is flawless, then this guy would be an officer for me. Very, very good. Rack time, Rob. 
I agree on the officer. Yeah. Joe Colton. Officer. All right. You all right there, Joe Colton? Yeah, I just couldn't stop sneezing. Just having, having a moment. All right. I didn't think you guys needed me to see me, like, going. <laughs> Wes is watching Never Ending Story in the next room. That, that always gets <laughs> <laughs> Up next, we got uh, version one Zartan, the, the guy who does not change color. And he'd have been riding the line between officer and commander for me, but really the guy after that kind of goes hand in hand. So um, for these last two, since we're running out of time, can we agree officer for Zartan and commander for chameleon change color Zartan? I think that's totally fair. Yeah, because like I said, Zartan's only an officer because only because they made a better one later. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. All right, because Master Disguise Zartan is is amazing. Yeah, that is a top notch figure. All right, there you have it. Lots of commanders on this one. Lots of officers on this one, but classified's real good. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're not in, get in. That's that's the definitive list right there, folks. Definitive. Yeah, if you're not in, you might be too late. <laughs> I mean, Don't you can start that. now, but could you Don't imagine trying to back collect these things? <laughs> All right, we're running long, so let's uh, let's go right into shout outs. Huh? Uh, Racktime Rob, shout it out. Uh shout out to the audience out there. Thank thanks for watching. We appreciate you, especially on the third yeah. time this week. Good lord. Yes. Yeah, there's some of these names I've seen all three times. What's on Joe Mind Maniacs? That's another great list. You're right, and we're all wrong. We know. Mm -hmm. we know. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Why we're here. We know. Think of all the things you had wrong before we set you right. Right. We no charge. It's no definitive. What else you got, Rack Time, Rob? Uh, let's see. A, a melancholy farewell to Sonny Corleone. Polly Walnuts and uh, Corporal Agarn. It was a rough week. Rough week yeah. for celebrity deaths. That's just in the last two days. Yeah. Yeah. James Kahn, Larry Storch, and I can't remember that guy's name because he's just Polly Walnuts. Yeah. I mean, that's he's he's Polly Walnuts. Yeah. Mark well, Webber's got us. Uh well, happy birthday, America. Or or ungrateful colonist day, as they say in, in England. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, one of my very best friends in high school, Tim Gates, born on the 4th of July. So they always give him a fireworks show to celebrate. So uh, uh, kudos to Greg. Uh, it's my old buddy, Greg Rivers. And uh, to our, uh, to our I would say partners, but our friends with their successful Kickstarters this week, right? It's always, always good. Yes. To see people, good people with with great ideas getting their kickstarters funded so kudos to the uh to the after action report and uh and to operation recall very very exciting time i mean the the has i mean i think the fans put together some really good stuff that would have got us through but the classified series is doing all sorts of good things too so it really is a, a great time to be a joe fan other than as the stink of the Snake Eyes movie fades away, um, probably the best time in the last, I don't know, seven years, eight years? Since Retaliation, probably. Since the promise of Retaliation, right? It's the best yeah. time to be a Joe fan since then. And, 
and there have been some slow and dark years. So uh, yeah, uh, it's a good time. Right Since now. the day before, they said they were <laughs> pushing the movie back. Right for for three <laughs> D reshoots. The post Mark Webber era. Yeah, Joe Colton, shout it out. Uh, so I'm going to give a shout out to Hasbro for producing a great uh, HasLab product for us to buy in droves. And <laughs> yep. so, so you listen to the community and we responded in kind by buying and buying and buying. Um, uh, shout out to William who joined us tonight. Thank you. I know, like he's too good. <laughs> um to the hubby uh Wes Whitlock. The wristlock Wes Whitlock. He uh he helped me with my costume and finishing that on time and even though he didn't have faith, I finished. Um and then um all the very tired and exhausted workers in DC who have been trying to just make things better for people like the unsung heroes that are just running around and are completely exhausted and it's a tough day and you're, you're you're not gonna say it but you are one of those people and that's why you were not joining with us this past week and all the, the good fun uh you were certainly missed Thank we you. appreciate the job that you're doing Thank you. and and we want you to know that we're all we're all counting on you <laughs> god you shouldn't <laughs> so, i'm knowing leslie nielsen on you here so uh, give, a, give a quick shout out to everybody watching us live we we do appreciate you uh if you're watching us on 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 recording we appreciate you too we we love everybody who tunes in and and whiles away the the hours with us um we love you we wouldn't do it without you uh, if you have a moment, if you're on Facebook, go ahead, give us some kind of a reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy because uh, we love we little love huggy guy. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead, like the, the video, subscribe to the channel, leave a comment, do all the cool YouTube stuff because all that's going to help us uh, get into the algorithms and all that scientific talk. But really, the thing you can do to help us out the most, regardless of who you are and how you listen to us, go to YouTube subscribe to the channel watch the videos there hey go to bed and just play play our playlists go go for it let yeah. it just let it play overnight we don't care there's there's no quiz afterwards just do it We're, we'll cheap into cheap views that way go for it it's fine it's fine the more people watch without us having to say anything you know the less work for us and we're all about that but I uh, want to give a shout out to you guys, to, to Mark Weber, to Racktime Rob, to Joe Colton. Uh, thank you so much for doing this week after week after week. Uh, as Mark said to our friends, uh, Josh Agabine, Roger Taft, uh, Carson Metaxas for their very successful Kickstarter efforts. Josh and Roger winding it up. Carson getting it kicked off. Head over to Kickstarter. Uh, check out Operation Recall. want to give a shout out to our good friend, to Cobra Commander 788. He's over in the chat. He is the guy who brings together Cobra Convergence every year. Um, we're back after a one-year absence this year for, from doing it, but this is Cobra Convergence 6. Um, somebody's doing something new every single day in July. Uh, it's all Cobra-themed. Well, most of it's Cobra-themed, but the, the, the idea is to be Cobra-themed. Uh, we shared today with uh, a gentleman who does the blog, Snuva's Corner Cafe. 
this was our entry, but there's great stuff every single day here in Cobra Convergence all month of July. Um, be sure to check out Hooded Cobra Commander 788. Check out his channel. Give you all the lowdown and give you lots of fan fan entries and, and bonus material, and you, you can't go wrong. Um, yeah, we got dice, but articulated points will have an episode because because Phil Donnelly is is going to be that guy. Thanks, Phil. Anyways, uh, that's all we got. We're going long, so we're we're not doing what we got in. Stop it. We'll do what. <laughs> that's we got why I snuck in. it in. We'll do what we got <laughs> in next time. But uh, for my co-hosts, for Mark, for Joe, for Rob, I'm Mike Rosary. Thanks for joining us here on What's on Joe Mind. We will see everybody next weekend, next Friday at 9 p.m. Uh, for another exciting episode. Until then, have a great weekend. Stay safe. Keep yourself healthy. And yo, Joe. Love a bear. Beer. <laughs>